Is there something you hate? Do you feel it is an irrational fear or is it justified? My guest today hates olives. Why? You will find out in today's episode. I'm really good at keeping packs that I make with myself for really arbitrary reasons, or that's not really an arbitrary reason. At like a really young age, like I told myself at three that I will never eat olives. Um, okay. And to this day, I have never, never, ever, I've never in my life, I don't know what olives taste like. Really? I've never eaten olives. Pizza. Take them all. Like I've, I've had food that I didn't know had olives in. Yeah. Come to me at restaurants and send it back because I just won't eat them. I've already got it. That's an, that's an odd hill to, to die on, but okay. Yeah. There's a reason for it. I, the, like, there always is for kids. Yeah. You've never been to counseling? Never? I've been to... I, I saw a psychologist for a while. Um, I did go to a child psychologist when I was younger. I had some problems, which I don't know what they are. Um, because they... Refusing to eat olives? I, I will tell you... Let me tell you the olive story. I was three. All right. Okay. We lived in Cape Town. Huge olive. Are you sure it's three? Because like most memories for people start at like four. Could have been four. Three or four. I was a very young child. Okay. Okay. Very young. We, it was before I was like four or five is when we moved up to Johannesburg. So, so you remember being in Cape Town? It was definitely in Cape Town. All right. Because there's no olive groves in Johannesburg, that I know of. Anyway, we were in Cape Town and my father's client had this olive farm. So, client tells my father, yeah, dude, come through. You can pick as many olives as you want. Spend the whole day. You take them home. I'll even, like, brine them for you. Come and get olives. My father kept these olives for, like, 15 years. I think he, like, only recently finished these olives. When I tell you my father had a ton of olives, he almost literally had a metric ton of olives. (laughs) Which he shipped with him when we moved from the cave. Real creatures, but he took them. He took these olives. My father's kitchen is enormous, yeah. and his cabinets were full of olives at one point. Or jars? in jars, in like mason jars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm three. Okay. We left before the sun rose. You mean to drive? To. to- Driver to go and pick the orchard. I don't know. Orchard, vineyard, whatever. Okay. We drove before the sun rose. Grove. Grove. We get to this farm and we start picking olives. When there's three and we pick olives. Okay. And we keep picking olives. Uh-huh. And I start bitching about picking olives because I'm a toddler. So it's and it's myself, my mother, my father, and I guess his client for a while and the client. The farmhand or something. It's like, don't offer my father anything, man. Like, you'll just if it if it's free. Oh man, you oh Jesus. So they they kept picking olives, and I don't remember eating breakfast. I remember being ravenous the whole day. Okay. So I bitch and I bitch and I bitch and bitch and bitch, and they take me to the farmhouse and they go and they keep picking olives, and I am now left with the farmer's children. Don't know who they are. Okay. Um, they start watching Star Wars. I've got no interest in Star Wars. Okay. 
I mean, now I'm like, okay, with Star Wars. So you're not traumatized against Star Wars, but definitely against olives. <laughs> yeah. So they just kept picking olives. They fed me one bowl of two-minute noodles. Now, to be fair to them, I suppose they didn't have to feed me. Children taking care of a toddler, so I'm sure... Yeah, there was also, like, a domestic worker there who was, like, actually feeding them. This was South Africa in the early 90s. So they gave me this bowl of two-minute noodles. Uh, that's, like, the brand. Yeah. Maggie two-minute noodles. They gave me this bowl, and it was hot, and I dropped it. Like, bowl didn't break, but all my noodles. Okay. Now, I could understand how that would be annoying if I had someone else's child in my house, and yeah, they yeah. dropped noodles on my noodles. Yeah. But I didn't get another bowl of noodles. Oh, wow. So I was starving <laughs> the whole day. We left, I told you, we left the house when it was dark. We left the farm when it was dark. Oh, wow. We were literally there the whole day picking these fucking olives. I made a pact with myself that day that I will never eat olives. I have never eaten olives. Okay. I didn't understand. Yeah. And um, I guess same with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. After the suicide, I was like, oh, well, if there's, a, if, if, if there's that line from that book, well, and I guess I need to stay away from that book. Yeah. I, there's, there, like, there's nothing. It doesn't stir anything in me now, but I still haven't read the book. And I've tried, and I just... You did some therapy when you went to see a child psychologist when you were younger. Yeah. Um, what did that have? What was the... I honestly don't... No. I know that I saw a therapist around the time my mother got engaged, not to her current husband, to a con artist. Actually, maybe that's why I'm so good at spotting scams. I can, like, I'm generally very good at spotting scams. Like, if someone comes up to me on the street and, like, Bali, I will know instantly, like, oh, oh. Like, I'm, I'm okay. not falling for this. Um, financial scams, all sorts of scams. Generally quite decent at picking that stuff up. Could be because my mother was married to a con artist for a while. Not married, engaged. Right. Um, they were going to get married, booked a venue and everything until his wife phoned my mother and was like, do you know this dude's like still married? Yeah. So that was like a big shock. I, I went to therapy for that. Oh, so you actually liked that guy? I liked him a lot. Okay. But I, I went to therapy while they were still together. And I'm not too sure of the reason why. I had a very poor self-image, I think. Mm. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know. I, it was like a, a while ago. I think I was like seven when that happened. I did go to therapy when I was in Cape Town as well, but I'm not sure why. All I remember is like writing stuff on a piece of paper and then um, going and burying it in the garden. And then I went and looked again and was uh, <laughs> yeah. No, she read back and don't forget. Uh, <laughs> therapist. Yeah, no, the therapist. Oh, yeah. Um, because like that's kind of something between like you were and you were burner culture, like mm -hmm. uh, Burning Man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to go to Burning Man. There's Africa burn. I wanted to do that for a long time as well. Oh really? Oh, the uh, turtle burning. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's in June this year. Really? Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, I wanted to do Africa Burn for a long Yeah, I've heard it's super epic. Even bigger than, than uh, Burning. But, uh, okay, so have you done therapy as an adult? 
as a young adult, I did a couple of, I did some therapy when I was about when T21, I don't really know why. Um, I mean, if I look back now, I don't know why I decided to go. Um, I decided to go for therapy. I like told my father, I'm like, I want to see it. Yes. Um, but to this, like, if I think back now, I can't really, um, I don't really understand why we were not in a great place in our relationship. I was not in a great place with my university work. Yeah. Um, I was not in a great place with work cause I was really working very, very hard. Um, and we're, in uni, we're working with the football club too. Yeah. Okay. And we had a very heavy drinking culture and just running on stress all the time. And I don't know why I thought that I needed, like, I knew I want, like, I, I knew I needed a change. Mm. Yeah. So I've got these three things that aren't going so great. One of these things needs to change. Um, and so I went to the therapist and I don't know, she was very, 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 very expensive. And after like four sessions, my father was like, yeah, dude, we can't this. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, what exactly is she helping you with? And I'm like, dude, fuck if I know <laughs> So I stopped, I stopped going to the therapist. Would you recommend therapy for, for anyone to try? Not that therapist, but yeah, generally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think just talking, talking about stuff in general is very, very helpful. So, um, and having a third party to, to just like, dump yeah, yeah. I, uh, my cousin is a sex therapist. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to your cousin. Yeah, no. Also, she's a bit of a she's a bit of a kooky kooky. That one. She doesn't talk to anyone else in the family. Interesting. Yeah. So in okay, so if there was a kid uh, with a similar situation, like maybe a student or you know, a family friend, and you found out that you know they had a a cousin, you know, commit suicide. What would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, they should probably go get some therapy. I hadn't actually thought of that. I mean, I wouldn't say that that's like the biggest defining thing of of um, my childhood. That would definitely be, I suppose, having all this fame and stardom thrust upon you at a very young age, and then it just disappears all like that. That definitely fucks you up mentally. I have lived this life as a child, and I know. And like, yeah, but did you chase it? Yeah, for a while, for like. Long time. I I I would say that only after I started high school, and the work sort of dried up as well. What are your plans for the future? Um, right now, just continue doing this for about a year, and then we have we have said for like the longest time that we wanted to travel, and I wanted to when I was working at the football club as well. I wanted to travel as it, and we kind of thought that this would be that. And very quickly found out that when you are teaching, you cannot just leave for six months. So not at an international school. Not anywhere. Um, 
I mean, but then you don't get paid. So it's like, uh, we're, we're going to do that. We're okay. going to, we haven't really decided on, we haven't finalized where we're going, but we've got like some non-negotiables. Okay. So we're going to go and we've booked two Egypt trips that we didn't go on. Um, we booked one for our birthdays in like 2017. We weren't able to go or 2018. We booked another one in 2020. <laughs> we booked it in 2019, but 2020. And then I was like, wah, wah. so yeah. Two Egypt trips we didn't go on. So Egypt is, for, for me, I have the same thing about uh, Hualien. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been here 10 years, and I've never made it to Hualien on a Oh, really? Because Dude, Hualien is awesome. Well, like, there's a gorgeous hotel there called Silks. Oh, yeah. It's up in the mountains, right? Yeah. I, my ex and I, we booked that place three different times. and But, you know, like, the road will close. Yeah. Like, you, you can't get through, or there's there was a typhoon, and the road closed twice. And I just never made it. Like it's it's it was our cursed trip. So not you in Egypt, I guess. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't be cursed when we get there. <laughs> so travel, just be off around. You guys are yeah, just okay. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, I've got a YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, Money Medesh, the one that we spoke about it. It's kind of difficult to spell. I really didn't put much forethought into. I'll put the link in the show notes. Put the link down below. <laughs> yeah um yeah for now that's it really i i'm really bad at promoting myself like i i got asked once like so like what's new with you like what, what have you been up to recently and i've completely forgot to mention like oh yeah i was nominated for an emmy i went to the emmy awards <laughs> completely forgot to mention that i got in the car my grandmother's like what did they say i was like about what I'm like about the emmys like oh yeah i forgot to tell them about that between season one and season two we had um pretty big budget cut they said it was because of the fluctuation in the exchange rate, and I believed it. Because the exchange rate went from like 10 or 11 to 1 to like 7 to 1. And so we had like major, major cutbacks. We all got salary increases, but like we cut back on a lot of like luxury stuff. And then the exchange rate was quite flat at like 7 or 8 for a long time. And in the third, like before the third season, they were like, yeah, no, we're going to scrap it. Even though we got nominated for an Emmy, they were like, yeah, no, we're, we're not going on. We're not going to go further. Sometimes I think a lot, like, uh, I think like if we had won, okay. we would have continued. Um, but for a long, long time, I told myself it was because of the exchange rate. So I was like, every morning I was there at the news looking to see what the exchange rate was. Be like, come on, just like get to, get to 10. So they will come back. Like they'll come back. Yeah. That is such a mindfuck. But Right? Like you're 12 years old, like yeah. like hoping for the collapse of your country's economy. Like, come on, what is that? Just, just so, just so I, people listening, what was the name of the television show? Scout Safari. Scout Safari. Yeah. And um, find it on YouTube. You can. You can find it in Swedish. You can find it in a bunch of different languages. It's it. It got. It got. Um, you got translated into a lot of languages. Oh, really? Okay. I will. I will give it a go and see what you looked like when you were younger. U.S. Emmys? Yeah. Oh, deal. Yeah. We got. We got nominated for a daytime Emmy award. I went to the Emmys. Really? Yeah. Oh, you said Emmys. I, I just assumed it was like South African Emmys. No, the, the, there's only one Emmys. Like, there's only one Grammys. It's really? Yeah. We were nominated for a daytime Emmy award. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, check out the show. So, YouTube channel. And what's what? 
if people watch your channel, what will they learn? Um, it's mostly finance, but it's very South African centric. Um, so if you're South African, uh, <laughs> even if you're not, even, even, even if you're not South African, you can watch it anyway. I basically just go over my investment portfolio. It's basically just like my little portfolio that I play around with. And then, um, recently I've started calling out scammers because it seems to get the views. Um, but also I enjoy it. Like I just got an email from KPMG in China today, uh, confirming one of the suspicions I had about a company and other things. So that was cool. I was like really sort of like gassed to get that. I was like, hey. I wanted to give a special thanks to everyone who was patient waiting for this episode. I've been having some life problems that I want to delve into in a future episode. I hope you feel that the wait was worth it to hear from Jared. Next week, I will share the conversation I enjoyed with a practitioner of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We discussed some trauma that was caused by his older brother. Thank you for listening to The Trauma Dump.